Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition of the Sportster Show brought to you by thesportster.com. My name is Jim Parsons. Uh, we got a little intro here for this show prior to getting to what we had just finished recording because while we were recording it, both Norman and I got breaking news, as did most of the wrestling fans who follow closely on social media, that Vince McMahon is apparently trying to come back to WWE. Not only is he planning on coming back, but he's planning on coming back to oversee the sale of the company, or at least that's the story which Vince McMahon is right now denying. But there is more to this that we need to cover. McMahon has admitted that he does want to come back to WWE, that he is coming back to oversee the negotiations for the media rights for WWE, but he is denying that he is looking to sell the company. Uh, he has communicated to the board that unless he has direct involvement as an executive chairman from the outset of a strategic review, he won't support any media right deal or sale. So in other words, he is making it very, very difficult to not bring him back. He is the majority holder of the B-Stock shares in the company. He's bringing, He fired Wilson and Berrios, and he's brought in Nick Khan, and now he's going to be bringing back Wilson and Barrios to probably take over what they're calling a counter coup of some kind. And this whole thing has just exploded and gotten really, really weird. And it's a huge news today on Thursday, January 5th, as we put this podcast together. So we're going to have to take a little time to focus on what all of this means uh, for WWE. Now, keep in mind, Vince McMahon voluntarily left and was kind of ousted from the company uh, in 2022 because of sexual allegations and an investigation going into improper behavior on his part. But I guess in December, he wrote a letter to the board of WWE saying that he wanted to come back. His intentions were that he wanted to come back, uh, that they were willing to talk to him about this on a review sort of basis, and that this was something that they would consider. I guess he's not happy with that. Instead, what it sounds like is going on here is that McMahon is kind of prepared to hold up WWE until he gets his way by not allowing any new media deals, and WWE is kind of in that process right now 
where they're going to be looking to renegotiate their television deals and media deals with their major networks, uh, he could stand to be a real problem here for WWE if he wanted to get his way. Uh, it's very, very interesting to see what this is all going to look like. Interestingly, the WWE stock has jumped since this announcement. Uh, CNBC is reporting uh, that the stock has taken a nice little hit, uh, but a positive one in terms of the Vince McMahon news. So since the announcement has come out, the stock has risen in WWE. So here's a quote that comes from a press release regarding this. It says, quote, WWE is entering a critical juncture in its history with the upcoming media rights negotiations coinciding with increased industry-wide demand for quality content and live events and with more companies seeking to own the intellectual property on their platforms, said Mr. McMahon. This is a quote from Vince McMahon. The only way for WWE to fully capitalize on this opportunity is for me to return as executive chairman and support the management team in the negotiations for our media rights and to combine that with a review of strategic alternatives. My return will allow WWE, as well as any transaction counterparties, to engage in these processes knowing they will have the support of the controlling shareholder. It is also being said that WWE has asked Vince McMahon in their conversations to reimburse the company for any expenses that were involved in the investigation surrounding him. He has agreed to work with them to a reasonable number, especially things that are not covered by insurance, but he reportedly declined to agree to not return to the company. So uh, it has always been his agenda to come back to WWE, and this is going to create quite the storyline around the wrestling world. And this isn't even scratching the surface of the speculation that is bound to pop up here. You know, whether or not he sells his share and tries to start a new wrestling company or whether or not somebody like Tony Khan from AEW who has enough money to buy, WWE would be interested in doing so and buying this this share. I mean, who knows where all of this speculation is going to lead. It is certainly not news that WWE fans probably wanted to hear at the beginning of 2023. And as we put this podcast out, we're only five days into the new year. Man, oh man, this is going to be an interesting year. We thought 2022 was crazy. Uh, 2023 is going to be even nuttier. So we'll keep you up to speed on all of this on thesportster.com. But I wanted to do that intro first. This show is about some of the news we've already been talking about in in WWE, AEW, New Japan, Wrestle Kingdom, everything that's happened in the last five days here, including Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet debuting for New Japan Pro Wrestling, and whether or not she's going to show for AEW. So we're going to be talking about that on the show this week. Uh, so Norm and I are going to touch base on that, some other news, and of course the Vince McMahon stuff as we go along here. So sit back, hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, there'll be a lot of changes as you listen to it. We'll have more news on the thesportster.com. Uh, this is another edition of the Sports Show. Enjoy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the Sportster Show. My name is Jim Parsons. I'm here with thesportster.com. As always, Norman Quarantin is on the other line. Norman, how are you doing? I'm good, man. Happy New Year. Thank you, you too. Uh, I unfortunately caught a cold over the yeah. New Year's Eve celebration. So for the last couple of days, I've been a little under the weather. I sound like this, which may not be that different for some people, but... Uh, my voice is a little foggy. I'm kind of like the, mm. if you ever watch Friends, when Phoebe has the cold and she's singing in the the cafe and she's all sad because she sounds all, you know, mysterious and sexy when she sings and stuff like that. I'm sure people will be like, oh, dude, you sound better when you're sick. You should be sick all the time. But yeah, um, let's hope that's not the case. And that's, this is temporary. Yeah, it's going around. It's going around. Uh, I know a couple of other people that caught a little um, 
little cold uh, my wife actually got sick but it only lasted like it lasted like a day and a half it was really intense while it lasted but then she she just woke up feeling fine uh one morning i was like okay that's good probably yeah i'm just super congested i'm feeling all right but i'm just like it's hard to talk and catch your wind and stuff like that but i'll be all right so we'll talk yeah. a little bit about uh the kickoff of 2023 because that's this is our first real show since uh, the new year came around and we've already got in the first few days of 2023, some big news in the world of professional wrestling. The biggest of course, being that Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet, as she is now known uh, is with wrestle kingdom. Uh, she showed up at the show. She's with new Japan. She's confirmed for an event in February where she's going to be facing, um, you know, um, Kyrie, Kyrie. Thank you. Kyrie mm-hmm. Sane is going to be your opponent. And she successfully defended her title at the show. That's coming up, and it doesn't look like I don't know what, what's happening with Sasha Banks or Mercedes Monet is going to be what we call her now in AEW. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that. Let's kick off mm-hmm. there. Uh, you watched the show, I'm sure, and you at least mm-hmm. saw the uh, Banks Mercedes Monet debut at Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. What did you think? Were you yeah uh, worst I mean, kept was, secret ever or what? Yeah, definitely the worst kept secret as they uh, as they they re- referenced on commentary even. Um, you know, it's not, uh, so new Japan pro wrestling hasn't, um, had a women's division until quite recently when they kind of, they sort of, um, merged stardom, which is a separate promotion and, and sort of incorporated, didn't, they didn't exactly merge with stardom, but they incorporated stardom into their roster in a way and, and, and have kind of now started to, um, they've just kind of launched a, a women's division finally after, after um you know uh fans clamoring for for new japan to to have one they now finally have one um so we had yeah we had a, a women's a iwgp women's championship match on at wrestle kingdom it was Kyrie, formerly known as Kyrie sane in wwe uh she defeated tam nakano in a sort of kind of a, a you know a brief it was probably about five minutes um uh they and and you know ostensibly it was that that whole thing was really just set up the debut of Mercedes Monet, formerly known as Sasha Banks. Um, it was interesting because, you know, Japanese crowds are very different. The Tokyo Dome is a in, interesting venue uh, in terms of acoustics. Um, I, I, you know, I've never actually been there, but I think when you watch Wrestle Kingdom on TV, you can see that it's not. I mean, also New Japan doesn't mess around with the, you know, with the uh, dubbing crowd noise thing that I think both. I think both AEW and WWE do. Um, so it was kind of weird. She showed up. Uh, there was a, there was you know there was some murmuring amongst the crowd, but she didn't get a huge pop. She didn't get like a massive, massive pop, and that is so. It kind of it created this sort of weird effect where you had Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet returning to the world of wrestling after you know a, what a six month hiatus or something like that, mm-hmm. and uh, to you know to not a lot of noise. Um, and then she got in the rich. She looked great. She looked fantastic. Uh, I I wasn't super keen on the entrance music, but a lot of people did seem to like that. Um, then she got in the ring. She she had she had like new gear on and everything. She attacked Kyrie um, and then cut a promo that was. I mean, Sasha's never been the best at promos. I think her promos are the best when they're like sort of short and sweet, right? But when she tries to cut like a lengthy thing, she's never been, she's never seemed that comfortable on the mic to me. I don't know if you agree with that. Yeah, I'll, I'll let, um, yes, I'll let you finish. I have my whole opinion on this too, but yes, I, yeah, I'm with you. So in a way, so ultimately I found this to be, she also did a new move. Now, I, when I first watched it, the, when I first saw it, I, it looked like a botch. Then I watched the GIF a few times and I think I can see what they were going for. 
but I don't think that aesthetically, I don't know if it did end up being a botch or what, but I can definitely see what they were going for. They were going for that sort of like back rig uh, kind of then like a spin around into a DDT kind of thing. It's actually yeah. quite a creative. If they pulled it off, it probably, I, I you know, there's, there's, there's a version of that move that looks really good. And maybe that will, maybe that move will grow on everyone. Um, but I think, yeah, combined. So the, the sort of um, lack of crowd enthusiasm or seeming lack of crowd enthusiasm, you know, Japanese crowds are different to American crowds. Um, and then the weird promo the, the you know, the, the, the not super fiery promo and the, uh, the awkward move combined, I think, uh, you know, ultimately I think was a, the, made the whole thing a little bit of a letdown really. Um, but at the end of the day, I think that what matters is that Sasha Banks is doing what she wants to do and she's in new Japan and she's a huge fan of, uh, Japanese wrestling. She's a huge fan of, of, you know, she's a huge proponent and, and, um, you know, she's a very, very important figure in women's wrestling. And and I think that even though I'm sure she's probably happy with how it went down, even though it didn't seem super cool, um, she's what's important is that she's doing what she loves and she seems happy. So yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't amazing, but um I'm 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 convinced I'm pretty certain that we'll see uh a lot more stuff from from Mercedes Monet and then yeah, the match of Kyrie was taking place uh in san jose actually uh at the new japan's one of the new trans-american shows next month yeah i i'm glad that you brought up that she's probably doing what she wants to do and i hope that's true because mm. from what i watched this was bad and mm-hmm. from what i think i think wwe has made the right decision here like there's been a lot of talk about whether or not they value her in the same breath as becky lynch and charlotte flair and ronda mm. rousey and these people and that she was willing to come back for x amount of money this is all speculation, of course, and that she they said, no, that we we don't mm. see you in this light. We don't see you as a draw like they are. And I think they're right. I think mm. based on what I saw uh, from her return, I think you're 100 percent bang on. Her promo skills are not up to speed. Uh, mm-hmm. with some of these now people will say, oh, Ronda Rousey's not that great either. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's true. But mm-hmm. uh, Charlotte Flair is fantastic. Becky Lynch is really good. There's a, a number of people in. I WWE. think Bailey's a great promo. too. Uh, Bailey's a fantastic yeah. promo, yes. <laughs> yeah. And there are so many people in WWE's women's division who are good at it mm-hmm. that you don't need Banks coming in, cutting promos. It's certainly not important. But mm. uh, I, I watched that and that was 100 percent a botch. If you've mm-hmm. seen the video of the move as it's supposed to go down. Mm-hmm. It is a DDT and it's supposed mm-hmm. to be a back reverse sort of spinning DDT that when she pulled it off, it looked okay. But even that move when done right is a little weird. It's just mm-hmm. a little strange. But the biggest thing to me was that she's a walking catchphrase now, right? right. She's created this name Mercedes Monet and the whole thing is a play on money, mm-hmm. right? So she's cash money. She's this, that, whatever. She walks in and she says, you know, I'm the new CEO of this women's division, Mm -hmm. which you just pointed out didn't exist until just recently and barely still Mm -hmm. does because it's kind of a conglomeration between stardom and New Japan. Right. And we got one five-minute match. Yeah, there's really not a women's division to be the CEO of. Oh, and by the way, you haven't wrestled yet. You just really showed up at this very moment. And Mm -hmm. everything she's doing... now. Like you said, the, you pointing out that she might be happy is great. She's got her pro wrestling tea shop now, so she's going to be making killer money on the merchandise. Right. She's got she she made a good decision by picking these names because it's going to sell. But mm-hmm. I think you better hope that's what she wants because yeah. I I don't think she's coming to AEW after what mm-hmm. happened on Wednesday, which mm-hmm. was Soraya announcing that Tony Storm is going to be her partner, which may or may not be actually true. Mm-hmm. I I think they did that, and I could be wrong. This could all be a swerve. But I think they did that because they had to say she's not coming. 
right? Like, yeah. I think there's a buildup here that have, everybody is expecting that Sasha Banks or Mercedes Monet is going to show up next month, next Wednesday, and she's not. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Not coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, that she's confirmed for February with New Japan and that she's got a pro wrestling tea shop already. Tells mm-hmm. me that she's not going to AEW. Now right. I could be wrong, but I think they've all said, you know what, she's just going to do a new Japan thing. She's very big on Japan, and that's great. She's been a a real uh, you know advocate for wrestling there. She's wanted to do it for the longest time. I think she's mm-hmm. she'll get independent indie, indie shows and do all sorts of stuff. I think she'll be just fine. But yeah. I think that it was probably a wise decision by WWE to say, you know what, we don't we don't think this is the right amount of money for you mm-hmm. and. We're going to let you try your own thing. And she's not committing to anybody except for what she's doing in New Japan. So, um, yeah, I was a little disappointed, to be honest yeah. with you. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, it, was, it wasn't it was the best debut. Um, I do think that she... I'm I'm curious. to. I I, I think that maybe the her, she was calling WWE's bluff or something. Because I, I, I feel like she just, she just didn't want to go back to WWE. I don't think at least not at least anytime soon i think you know ultimately she'll probably end up back there at some point but i think she was just done and she wanted to explore new new ventures um i do think she is a draw ultimately i do think she actually is a very very good in ring worker and i do think that with the right if she's booked correctly and if she actually if they if you know if she, she really does sort of uh figure out her character and and uh get it get everything you know lockdown i guess uh you know in terms of ip and, and trademarks and stuff i think that she can be successful outside of wwe yeah and you're right um not sure if she's going to show up in aw next week i think ultimately she will at some point probably with uh, i'd be surprised if we don't see her in an aw ring before the end of this year um yeah so i think you know i think she's got a, a bright future ahead of her and i do think she is a draw but yeah you're right the debut was a bit of a letdown um i still think that wwe would have her back in a heartbeat if she if you know regard you know if she wanted to go back there um maybe not for you know she's not gonna be making she's not gonna be making brock lesnar money or anything but yeah. i do think they would have her back if she because i think she's one of triple h's pet projects i think he sure. and i'm sure he's happy for her. i don't think there's any animosity there you know i bet he's cool he's, he's I'm, I'm sure he's happy that she's doing her thing yeah, no, and I'm sure that she would come back if the right situation presented itself too. Like I, the the one thing that I, I'm going to catch flack for saying this, and I know that mm. I'm going to, but the one thing I will say is that Sasha Banks has proven over time that she is not reliable, right? Mm. She she has these huffs, and we don't know necessarily the detail or the length to which she gets unhappy. But yeah. when she is unhappy, she bails. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And now people are going to give me flack because they're like, well, how can you try somebody who's going and doing what they really want to do? I'm not. Mm-hmm. If she mm-hmm. wants to go and do what she really wants to do, which is wrestle in New Japan. Good for her. Great. Her career is going to be just fine. Um, mm-hmm. But what I wouldn't do if I'm WWE is say, OK, we'll give you everything that you want and more because mm-hmm. we think that you're she's proven that she bails. Right. Mm-hmm. She's she's mm-hmm. left more than once and she just needs these headspace breaks where she just falls out of love with the wrestling business. And especially if you're in WWE, where you need to be, if you want to be that mega, and she's got a lot of things that she wants to do from movies to music to whatever else she's going to be selling. uh, That's all great and good for her and hope it all succeeds and does really well. But Mm -hmm. you need to be invested in WWE. If you're going to be the top star in WWE, Mm -hmm. like you're just, you got to be. And I would say WWE doesn't see her doing that. Mm. I think yeah. they probably have seen now that she's not necessarily the person that you want to put all of your investment in and put, you know, the face of the women's division on Sasha yeah. Banks or Mercedes Monet. And I think they've chosen not to. I, I agree. I think they're probably happy for her. Could mm-hmm. she come back in the right situation? Sure. Could mm-hmm. she go to AEW at some point? Probably. But yeah. I, I, I wonder if this lasts long enough. Like you would hope that the intrigue and the interest around her maintains enough so that in three or four or five months, when she does ultimately decide where she wants to go, uh, there's still a lot of interest from fans in having her. Come. Right, I think a big part of it as well, and I think this we've seen this, um, we've seen this a few times. I think is that um, the, some, the WWE schedule is very, very tough and very, very strenuous, and can have a big impact on on physical and, and mental well being. I think, um, and you do see people, I think, leaving because they're just happy. They just want to sort of pick their own schedule, and I'm sure. Sasha Banks is Mercedes Monet's schedule now is going to be much lighter than it was. She's not going to be wrestling four or five nights a week anymore. You know, yeah. Uh, she'll probably she'll probably wrestle four or five times a month now, if that. Um, and that's probably you know now she can focus on other things while still and still wrestle. So yeah, I'm sure similar kind of. I guess it's similar to um to when Puck uh, slash Neville left. You know, he also kind of. I don't want to say threw his toys out of the pram or whatever, took his ball and went home, but he uh, refused to work until his, and just sort of sat out the remainder of his contract. And I think that's, yes, basically what Sasha's done too. Okay. Let me ask you this. Is Sasha Banks a big enough draw? If she only works part-time a la Mm. Ronda Rousey, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, um, whomever, that Mm. those people have those contracts. Is she a big enough name, a big enough draw for WWE that you would even consider that? Oh, not for WWE. I don't yeah, think I WWE wouldn't. are interested in in necessarily in that. Maybe what maybe if she goes away and makes a few more Star Wars, Marvel things or whatever, uh, and she can come back and have that sort of part time big money contract like Rousey and um and and Lesnar or whatever. Um, you know, I but I think for AEW, I think she'll. I think they'll if you know if and when she ends up there. I think they. I think I don't think we're going to see her on TV every week. Um, but I think she'll be making decent money. Yeah. No, and I think that's right for her based on mm-hmm. everything that she wants to do in the other worlds and other lanes that she's exploring because there's people in AEW who would like to come back to WWE who want to wrestle more, who have not wrestled lots in AEW and they're kind of like went there thinking, okay, my schedule's going to be lighter, but it's too light, right? And so they're like, oh, man, I kind of miss wrestling often. And there's people, I don't think she's one of those people. I think she's got a lot of stuff that she loves to do. I think she loves wrestling. But I think she really wants to explore other avenues. And I think this is going to give her the opportunity to do that. So uh, fantastic for her. Uh, let's switch gears just a little bit. Talk about Dynamite that happened on Wednesday. New look, sort of. I know they really promoted that this was a brand new look for them. 
Uh, the stage yeah. was slightly different, and the colors <laughs> remind me of a Raw SmackDown sort of thing, but uh-huh. uh, it wasn't that different. It wasn't mm-hmm. like a huge. They got rid of the two tunnels at the entryway, and they have a much yeah. bigger screen now. But um, the I new title se- the new title sequence is terrible as well. It's it's lame. Well, it's like a it's a what was the old WWE pay per view? It looks like a total ripoff of that. Yeah, uh, it was like a Survivor Series thing or what at one point. I don't know, but it it's really not very original. It's a big mistake. It was a mistake for them to do to to use ostensibly blue and red uh yeah aesthetics i think that was silly i think they had their own they had their own thing going on um yeah just kind of silly like if someone pitches you know let's re- let's rebrand it and let's use blue and red which are the colors of raw and smackdown obviously wwe doesn't own a monopoly on those colors but if you're a wrestling promotion you got to be a bit more you got to do something a little different and i think they had with the sort of orange and black thing i think they had their own their own vibe going on and, and mm-hmm. you know and for the most part it still is that that aesthetic but yeah the, the red and blue lighting uh, situation is it isn't uh it wasn't really a smart move in my opinion no no and it's not a coincidence i don't think that the person who was largely responsible for the new look is somebody they had brought over from wwe so it's uh it's interesting that way but big big show uh lots happened outside of the soraya mentioning that tony storm is going to be your mystery partner darby allen wins the tnt title over samoa joe um which you know i'm not really shocked by i think darby allen's a guy that you want to push I've I've complained over many mm. weeks of doing this show that they don't really use their originals enough. Yeah. And Darby Allen is an original. He's an AEW yeah. uh, guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had an indie uh, run prior to AEW where he was really gaining some steam, but he's become mm-hmm. quite a face of that company. I think it's a yeah. good idea to give him a title. Yeah, right, and he was in his hometown as well. So, um, yeah, it made sense. And Joe already has, you know, Joe was already the, uh, the Ring of Honor TV championship. He doesn't really need two titles. I think everyone, we were all a little bit perturbed when joe uh won the title i mean he it was a triple threat so he didn't pin wardlow but he won the title from wardlow it was a triple threat right as i recall yeah, um so. yeah we were all a bit surprised by that you know uh it was it was a really good match it was a good main event um and yeah you're right i think derby right now probably is the best the best choice to be TN, uh, tnt champ for sure certainly a, a better choice than um better choice than than joe right now yeah, and I think we're going to talk about this on one of our upcoming shows here about two, 2023 resolutions. And one of my things for AEW is that, and I've said this before again, they really focus on their originals. And I think maybe Wardlow moving on to the title picture, not the TNT title picture, but like the top prize picture and being in that cluster of five or six people who are in that conversation is a smart idea. So having Darby, I see the TNT title as somewhat, it's not on the same level, but it's somewhat of like an intercontinental title where you've got like these really popular mid card guys who are on the verge of being the top tier guys. That's what this title is for AEW, I think. And Mm -hmm. so you give this to a guy like Darby Allen. I think you're saying, Hey, let's, let's put this title around somebody who we see has a very bright future in Mm -hmm. AEW. Maybe he's not in the title picture yet. Maybe he's not on the same level as the guys who we believe will win this world title, but Mm -hmm we see in two or three years time that Allen could be in that spot. And mm. I like that decision. I think they should do more of this in 2023. For sure. All right. I just want to interrupt quickly. Cause we did, we got some breaking news, Jim. Is it the Vince McMahon stuff? Yeah. Oh my should God, we, I should we touch, should we touch on that real quick? Yeah, sure. I didn't so, get um, the chance to read the whole article, but maybe no, no, we can so quickly can go me. through it. So yeah, wall street journals, Lauren Thomas, of course, wall street journal, um, very, um, you know, got the scoop, uh, with the McMahon situation last year initially um and seemed to be you know bang on the money with all when as far as that was concerned so yeah wall street journal's lauren thomas is saying that 
Vince McMahon, I'm quoting uh, Lauren now. Vince McMahon plans to return to WWE following his retirement in 2022 amid a sexual harassment scandal in order to pursue a sale of the business, sources say. Uh, so, you know, he still, we, we, as we know, he still has majority power through his ownership of WWE's Class B stock. He's told the company he's going to elect himself and two former co-presidents and directors, Michelle Wilson and George Barrios, to WWE's board. He will also seek to become executive chairman. Chairman. Uh, so it seems like he's trying. Uh, I, I don't know what's going on here. If he's, I think this is a bad mistake. Uh, I don't think Vince McMahon needs to be the man. Needs to be the chairman to oversee a sale of the company. Um, there's plenty of other competent board members and 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 business people in, involved in the company that are capable of doing that. Uh, this feels like a trap, <laughs> um, but nobody can do anything about it because you know he's the majority, you know, shareholder. So. Yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. Now, why don't why bring in Nick Khan then? Right, like, this isn't is it, he yeah. the guy that was brought in specifically for these types of conversations with big money companies to mm. to invest a ton of money in WWE? Like this is his thing. This is what yeah. he does, right? This is what Nick Khan was originally hired to do mm. was create these relationships and develop these sort of bidding Increase wars the value when it comes of the to network company. sales. And, yeah, like that's his job, right? Why would McMahon want to come in here? It, like it, I agree with you. I think it sounds like I don't know the whole details of this, but it sounds to me like this is just an excuse to get back in somehow. Because it seems to me that if you're the guy, if you're Vince McMahon trying to sell this company with everything that you've had gone on in the last couple of years, that Nick Khan's a better person to be at the head of a sale, yeah. right? Like, yeah, he's the guy that's going to get you better leverage. If you're if you're dealing with Vince McMahon, yeah, Vince McMahon's a pretty savvy business person, but. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't want to remove Nick Khan from the equation. And maybe they're not, but like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know enough about it. It seems weird. I hope it's not. And who are you selling to? I guess that's the question, right? Like right. Disney, are they talking USA, NBC? Like who is it that's looking uh, at there? Are they just simply trying to put it up and see who gives the most money for it? Well, uh, Tony Khan can afford it. <laughs> yeah, he can. <laughs> the Khan family can afford it for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. It's, it's yes, yeah, it's a weird situation. It seems like a mistake, seems like a bad idea. This guy's a maniac. Listen, Vince McMahon, you know, the stuff he did for the, you know, the, for the wrestling business is, you know, it's, or his, his achievements in the wrestling business are, you know, unparalleled, basically. Um, he, um, but he's a maniac. He's like in his 80s now, right? How old is he? He's 80, right? And he's, uh just retire just chill just sail off into the sunset man just let everything just let it go he's like a, he's a crazy workaholic he's he's yeah that he has to be um you know i think i think sitting at home the last few months has just driven him driven him mad um and he he yeah he's just one of those crazy crazy workaholics uh you know basically unique to uh to the u.s really <laughs> yeah i can't even imagine what this is going to do for like their tv deals right because that's right. coming up here right away mm-hmm. like this is wwe trying to get you know fox or usa or nbc universal to to give them more money than they already did and they got some massive tv deal. like why would you want vince mcmahon anywhere near this yeah like, it just seems to me like the timing is so poor yeah like, why is doing really well financially and maybe that's why you sell to get the most money you can but why not ink those huge deals first mm-hmm. get those tv deals reneged and re or not reneged but renegotiated and redone mm-hmm. and then 
do this. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, it just seems very strange, but yeah, you're right. McMahon just can't keep his nose. He's, I think he just doesn't know what to do with himself. Like he's been doing this for so long for so many hours every day for his entire, I don't know what he's been doing, but he's probably just going stir crazy. Right. So if he's not going to be able to work in the business, he probably doesn't even want it anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, it's wild. Um, But yeah, you know, we're going to have a lot of stuff to talk about for over the next few months, I guess. Yeah. No, it'll be interesting. Well, you know what? Let's uh, let's call it right there. I think there's no other way to end this show than to leave people with a teaser to go check out sports.com for all the articles that we're about to write when it comes to Vince McMahon, uh, Mercedes Monet, and everything else that's about to happen here in 2023 because we've got the Royal Rumble, we've got WrestleMania, which, by the way, is the prime time in WWE to be an investor or to, you know, be interested in the company because this is the biggest time of their year. These next three months are absolutely gold mines for WWE. So uh, there's going to be a lot of news coming out here. So we'll close this show off. We've got another one coming up here right away, which is our 2023 New Year's resolutions show, which may now have changed slightly with this Vince McMahon news. So I'm sure we'll talk about that in the next episode. Uh, but everybody else, we appreciate it. Norman, thank you very much for, for coming on here and, and doing this again with us. No worries. Another edition of the Sports Show, folks. Check out thesports.com for everything else, and we will talk to you on the next one. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.